Wake up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Morning, happy Thursday to you, Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen. Early break, full show ahead. Mike Schaefer back from vacation here with us for the seven o'clock hour. He'll be in the studio. Looking forward to hearing from Mike about the busy month ahead and recruiting. Also, his time away in Idaho and Montana. Uh, it feels like an Idaho morning out there this morning. It's crisp, nice crisp morning. There's some weather talk for you, Sip. You love oh, the weather talk. Oh, God, here we go. Oh, yeah. I was yeah. just mentioning it's nice and crisp. I did, like yeah. A ma- like a mountain air out there. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what's so funny about that. <laughs> you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wish we it's could a lovely take, morning. I wish we could take our off-air conversations on the air. Yeah. Yeah, you want to do the weather thing? Yeah, it's nice. I just did it for a second. I don't know if it you're, just, it if feels you're like a crisp morning here in June. Yeah, if you're going for a walk, wear a jacket. Yep. Uh, or maybe yep. long Smart. sleeves. Yep. Right. Long sleeves probably more yeah, appropriate. It, it sort of feels like what month? I don't know, March? Yes, it yeah, does. Yeah, yeah. It's so confusing, isn't it, sometimes yeah, maybe in Nebraska? September or isn't October. the Nebraska weather very confusing sometimes? <laughs> here we are. Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> yes. Thank you. If you're for standing that. in line at High V. That might be a conversation starter. Good morning. Good morning to isn't you. This weather isn't this weather nice? <laughs> it is. It's <laughs> confusing sometimes here, isn't it? It's lovely. <laughs> well, we have not done I a don't. roll call in a very long time. It's summertime. I know you might oh, not be out there listening. Here, here's Why what would I do. you start the show by by saying there's nobody listening? I just said I want to hear who's out there. Basically, I, it, you might be doing your own thing here in June, but. If you're out there, shoot us a text on the Sauter Heyman text line, 402-464-5685. What's your name? Where are you listening from? We appreciate you no matter where you're at today. 464-5685. I don't mind Gus. I don't think Gus would mind me telling this on the air because it's kind of badass, I suppose. Gus. Gus, our producer, texted me about 530 this morning. I'll read the text it's word never for word. Good. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, when you I, I have not showed check. you the picture yet, yeah, by I the way. I don't know if I want to see this. It says, long story. This is at 5.30 a.m. Long story, but I hurt my foot really bad yesterday, and I'm not sure I can come in this morning. A large nail went through my foot, and I had to go to the hospital. I was going to try to tough it out this morning, but I can't even get my shoe on. Oh. Here's the Look at that picture of the nail through the middle of his foot. Okay, that I've never stepped in a ma- nail before, and I hope incredible. I hope I never do. That is incredible. Now it's not a that's about a inch and a half nail, right? That looks yeah, that's that is a long nail. It's not a super long nail. Now if that, it's it's now this is bad. Don't get me wrong. I look at that thing. Yeah, this is a you know it went straight up. Too. Yeah, that's I know. The interesting How thing. He, what was he doing? This nail know. was like lying on the ground straight up. He must have stepped on it. Like, yeah, that's yeah. The interesting thing to me, so it's on the ball of his foot. The ball of his foot, looks yep. like the ball of his left foot. I'm diagnosing this, Gus. Dr. Our producer's Sipple. in a bad way. Yeah, he is. 
And yeah, he stepped on it and it went straight into his foot. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. It's not funny. It would be now, but it, but if that nail could be like a three inch nail, yeah, it's not. It's probably an inch and a half, which is which is enough. I I just I'm curious about the moment it happened, the reaction yeah, of our are, young Gus. A lot of nails around, you know. I hadn't had a nail in my truck tire for a long time. Remember, I went. Oh, you that. had a bad stretch for I had that. A bad run. You did. <laughs> it, was a, it, was like, it was incredible, wasn't it? It was like four. You thought people were messing with you at yeah, one point. Yeah. You said, "Okay, this is getting crazy." Yeah. Who is messing yeah. with the truck? Yeah, I thought somebody was doing it. But then I got one in my back motorcycle tire. Oh. But that's the first one I've had in a while. But those are four hundred fifty dollars one tire. Yeah. So that yeah, two straight years I had to change my back motorcycle tire because of nails. They do. They can go straight up. That's weird. I always think that's weird. Like, how does that happen? I'm just curious how it's just laying there on the ground. Like, I don't up. know if I don't know if you activate it. Kind of when you step on it, it moves up. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I, I, Did yeah, that I sound? Get, no, I, you know, I I understand what you're saying. Yeah. We're trying to communicate. I just really don't want to have that happen to me ever. <laughs> I, I hope that Gus's incident is, is the last time for any of us that happens. The only, I will tell you this, and I don't know, this is summer talk now, and I, I know people want to talk about sports. And we got something to talk yeah, we're about. We're getting there. Hang on. Actually, we got stuff to talk about. The, o- the only time I've been stung by a bee is when I stepped on a bee. I stepped on the stinger. And it was weird because I didn't think, I was like, what the hell is that? You know, <laughs> did I step on a bee? Like something stuck, like, yeah. like you, you don't, you wouldn't think you're getting stung on the bottom of your foot. Right. I, I thought I stepped on something. I didn't know it was a bee. Then I, then I kind of figured out that had to be a bee. Yeah. That's painful. It wasn't as bad as you might think. I was more angry than hurt. <laughs> yeah, right. I stepped in a, a hornet's nest before, basically. Did you? Yeah. That, no, that was excruciating. I thought I got like bit by a snake. It was so painful. <laughs> Why would we laugh? I don't know. This is at this <laughs> human stuff. This is kind of funny. It actually. was at Hidden Acres Golf Course in Beatrice. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, looking for my ball in the weeds. Go figure. I pulled it left in the weeds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I'm just stepping. And I say, what? Ow. 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 There's <laughs> like a bunch of whelps on my leg all of a sudden from these hornets. Oh, that's bad. That was the farthest <laughs> part away from the clubhouse. So I had like limp back as my leg is swelling, swelling up. up. Yeah. Kind of scary. Yeah. Yeah. I don't and know. I didn't have a you didn't have a cell phone at that point. It was before a cell phone for me, and nobody else was with me. So oh, that was wonderful. Yeah, I I got a nickname for you. Um, we had a Tom Petty conversation. What was the second or third ranked song that we disagreed? Wildflowers. With? Yeah. And crawling back to you. Yeah, my new nickname for you is Wildflower. <laughs> How about that? When I'm mad at you, I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. Come on, Wildflower. <laughs> I don't. I think you could do better than that. Do you like that one? You can do better than that. Well, okay, Wildflower. Four six four five six eight five. Call or text as always. Was looking at uh, a, an article from CBS Sports's yeah. Tom Fernelli. It's pretty interesting. Yesterday, sip and uh, you know Nebraska per Caesar Sportsbook has the fifth best odds to win the Big Ten Conference at plus fourteen hundred. Now that's behind Wisconsin in the West. That Wisconsin has the best chance in the West to win the conference, but Nebraska is second at plus fourteen hundred. Um, and and Tom Fernelli says, well, while he expects Nebraska to improve and could see a seven and five or eight and four season, which is you know a compliment, 
having them to be the fifth best odds to win the Big Ten title with, with, with those odds is a bad wager. And I, I sit here, sip, and say there's nothing wrong with that at all. Like whatever, what Tom Fernelli is saying, for Nebraska to have the fifth best odds to win the conference after a 3-9 and football season and five straight bowlless seasons seems a little bit extreme to me as well. I, I don't know if Nebraska fans would be upset to hear this from him or disagree with him. In terms of the odds this, yeah, and where they're at, this is just it's. This is more about Vegas protecting itself, sure. Because you know why? Because Nebraska fans are filled with hope, like like most college football fans this time of year, right? And they're apt to put down some money on Nebraska, and if they happen to hit and get to Indy to the Big Ten champion chip game and then you know up pull an upset then 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 vegas is in a world of hurt um if they set those odds in that regard on the other hand if you do this and i think this is just vegas taking care of itself a little bit knowing that nebraska's got a fervent fan base do you see what i'm saying yeah yeah and by the way fornelli in writing this in saying nebraska's the worst wager was very complimentary. Yeah, of said, he, he said they could go seven and five or eight and four still. Yeah, he, but just to, and, he, to, and he doesn't just say that. He says it wouldn't be that much of a jump because last year. See, this is this is the. It's always interesting to me to read guys like Tom Fornelli of CBS Sports because he's the thirty. He has the thirty thousand foot view, whereas we have the ground level view in the vortex of a freaking tornado all the time. And that's the way we talk about it, like it's a tornado, like everything's a disaster, and we're standing in the vortex with things flying around our heads trying to put it in perspective. It's a little easier for him. Um, he looks outside and says the Huskers were 3-9 and nine last year, but they were a much better team than their record. By the way, if you say that here, you're a homer, right? Right? You're a homer. Homer. Yeah. That, that You're is a pretty, wildflower, that, Homer. No, uh, no, no wildflower, <laughs> just Homer. Okay, the, his, this is what Finelli said. I'm sorry, I won't do that again. Tom Fornelli. Yeah, this is what Tom Fornelli of CBSSports.com. The Huskers went 3-9, and nine, but they were a much better team than their record said. And if not for some foolish mistakes, particularly on special teams, this is a team that probably finishes 7-5. and five. Not what Nebraska right. fans want, but certainly a step in the right directions. So, in my eyes, he says... If the Huskers improve to seven or seven and five or even eight and four, it won't be as significant a jump as the win loss record says. I don't know. I I fight that a little bit. Um but the fact is they lost what, eight one score games last they did. year. Eight. And it was the toughest schedule I've ever seen at Nebraska. <laughs> every every week was hard, it felt like. Yeah. And it won't it sh- I don't know. I mean this team, this program isn't in a position to say this week will be easy against anybody. And that's my opinion. Yeah, Fernelli says, so if this team improves in 2022, I certainly won't be surprised, and you shouldn't be either. All of that said, there's no way this team, Nebraska, takes a large enough leap to win the Big Ten 5.3% of the time, which is how often it would have to justify this price. By the way, I was, I was plus 1,800, not, not plus 14, plus 1,800 is yeah. the number. Okay, so but again, yeah, what that means is it, Nebraska has a basically. Now I don't know how to assess this. Nebraska has a five point three percent chance to win the Big Ten. That still seems pretty high, really high. 
so weird. Uh, oh, if you're curious, the other Ohio State, of course, the favorite. Uh, Michigan, number two at plus 650. Then Wisconsin, then Penn State, and then Nebraska at fifth. Mm-hmm. Following that, uh, Iowa, Michigan State, all at plus 2,500. Then Purdue, then Minnesota at three at plus 3,000. Well, yeah, he puts Minnesota as the the lo- and he has Minnesota as the best long shot pick. Well, they are. Well, dep- I, I mean, mean, after that, it goes to Maryland at plus ten thousand. They're not going to win the, the <laughs> East, so Mi- Minnesota very well could win the West. That that, that yeah. absolutely is the best long shot. Pick. Well, isn't Purdue in that conversation? But they even have higher odds than Minnesota does. Yeah, I know. To you're right. It's either Purdue or it's either Purdue or Minnesota. You can't pick Michigan State because they have to overcome. Ohio State. Why, why? Why would anybody be so down on Minnesota right now? Why, why would well, the, here's why, why. Why would the sports book be so you down asked. on them? I'm glad you asked because I I look at that team and their schedule and who they have and, and obviously with Kirk Soraka coming back, the, the OC that was there for their eleven and two year in 2019. I I just view them as a team that should be contending to win the West, and this would indicate that for Caesars they don't give much of a chance at all. I agree with you, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> I the, know you hate that. Yeah. But I have them at eight and four. Here's what I okay. I've I'm. Let's see the West. See, I got my Lindy's over here. See I that? see that. Yeah, this, that's your. And I've done. I've gotten through studying Wisconsin, Iowa, Nebraska, Minnesota, and Purdue. That's about all you need to study in the West. By the way, um, I know Northwest. Waste your time. You on just keep you keep just this um, Northwestern. Just waste your time. Just wait for Ireland. Yeah. Um, I got Minnesota at eight and four, eight and four. It, and here's what I'd say about the West. And I got here's what two things I'd say about the West. Ready? Hot yep, takes. I'm ready. I'm ready. We talk about the West being oh wide open, right? But don't mistake that for it being bad. Got it? Okay. That's fair. It is That's not fair. bad. That's fair. It is good. It's just even. It's not that Nebraska, if Nebraska were to to rise up and win the division, I hope people wouldn't say in that scenario that, oh, yeah, they just won a bad division. No, it's just even. It's not bad. I, I don't. I, after studying the top five teams in the division, I don't think these are bad teams. I would say this. I was not getting enough conversation. They don't ever, though. Like right? usual. I yeah, mean, they're usually they seen as, oh, a team is going to fall. They'll finish third or fourth. I got them. Iowa. I got But em. guess what? They always make it happen. I got them nine and three. I think they could win. Obviously, they could win a division. I mean, they are all. You want to know why you can't discount Iowa? I, I sent you a stat the other day. Yeah. That I, I got to say it right now. That this blew my mind. And I don't get surprised very often. You? It surprised you? Yeah. I'm gonna, I will repeat this twice because I think it's incredible. Over the last five seasons in college football, Iowa has 89 interceptions defensively. Sip, that's 10 more than the second-place team in interceptions in college football. I'll repeat that again. Iowa, the last five seasons, has 89 picks defensively, 10 more than the second-place team in all of college football. That is is a big reason why they've been successful, or at yep. least have been a yep. typically a nine-plus win team. Absolutely, the last five years. Absolutely, opportunistic defense. Yeah, they were. They had 20, 
25 interceptions last year, 31 sacks, okay? Okay. They allowed just 19.2 points per game last year, okay? Okay. You know how many starters they got back on defense? How many? Eight. That's good for them. They have, and you know what else? Up front returns three starters in the def- in the defensive line, but their back seven is regarded as their strength. Um, Riley Moss, remember Riley Moss? I do. The corner. Yeah. Jack Campbell, remember him? Jack Campbell. Mm, now that he's name a I don't recall. Middle as much. linebacker. He had he only had 143 tackles. Yeah, well, I'm not perfect over here. They have. <laughs> okay. They have that Australian punter that you like, Tory. Tory Taylor. Taylor's really good. Yeah, he's a stud. Weapon. You know, their big issue, of course, is yeah. You go get that, and I'll keep running down Iowa. You're gonna answer the phone, Wildflower. <laughs> they, they, um. Their big problem, of course, is at quarterback and offense in general. Uh, Spencer Petrus is, you know, Petrus is back for his third season, probably as the starter, Jake. Well, it's him or Alex Padilla, Padilla, whatever you want to say his last name. Right, yeah, that's right. Tyler Goodson has moved on. Um, but yeah, I got them. I got them at nine and three. They, their schedule's very favorable, by the way. They well, do, they, they do go to go to Ohio State. They do. God, it's impressive. For the first time since 2011. I gotta, I gotta say, I'm impressed that you know that off the top of your head. I've got some things. They'll be in my head. And, and get ready for this. Get ready for this. Get ready for this. That game, circle it because both teams will be undefeated. What week is that? Well, it would be. I don't know what week, but what, I would be six and zero. Six and zero, if they beat Michigan at home, they'd have to beat are you, Michigan. Are you at home. counting on that? Yeah, I think I will beat Michigan at home. Whoa, hot take! Yeah, I think I will beat Michigan in, in Iowa City. In Iowa City, they, be, they beat those. They beat, I, they knocked those big boys off. In I, Iowa I would City. say I would say this, to, and this this is going to sound crazy, but it, that depends on what time the game is. Okay, Iowa night game at yeah. Kinnick at yeah. night. They, they don't lose those That'll games. That'll be a night game. If it's like a two thirty game or eleven a.m. game, might lose that one. I I hear you. That's not a bad. That's Kinnick at night. They're good out there. Yeah. So up to up to the Ohio State, Iowa has. We'll get the caller second. South Dakota State, Iowa State in Iowa City, Nevada. Come on, at Rutgers. Michigan is the big one at home, October one, and then at Illinois. Mm, they could have a couple losses in there. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Mm-hmm. 6-0. No. 6-0. Let, let me say this Going right now. to the shoe. Let me say this. Sh- to I, the horseshoe. Not I'm, the shoe. I'm going to be horseshoe. stunned if Iowa is 6-0 with that schedule. Stunned? Mm-hmm. Come on. Yep. I just told you Iowa's good, man. Yeah, I, I know. They're loaded up on defense. Could. They're loaded up on defense. I said what I said. I will be stunned if Iowa is 6-0. Hmm. Okay. Okay, caller. It's going to call from Vince in Napa, oh, Vince? California. Vince. At 464-5685. Vince, you're on early break. Go ahead. Vince. Man. Good morning, fellas. How are you? Good, Good morning to you, Vince. Are you spry? Oh, about as spry as you could be for, you know, considering it's, uh, you know, a little a little north of 4 a.m. at Pacific time. But um, <laughs> that's, that's the middle but, of the uh, night to some people. <laughs> oh, you know, it, well, it, it is, you know. And uh, so anyhow, as far, you know, as far as this conversation about odds in terms of uh, in terms of winning the division, winning the conference is that uh, 
I mean, one thing, because one thing that I've seen over the years about odds makers is that, you know, they don't necessarily set these odds to show how good they are at, uh, right. you know, at, at prognostication. It's all, a lot of it comes down to what bets are people most willing to jump on? Because, like, you, you take Ohio State, for example. I mean, <clears throat> obviously, they're, you know, they're going to be favored because, you know, they're a team that just, they're a team, you know, they're a team that just reloads every year. And plus, we've also seen them win big, you know, hoist Big Ten trophies, you know, and, and, and quite a lot of them, you know. And, um, and as far as the West is concerned, I mean, you know, Wisconsin obviously seems to be the de facto option because we've seen, you know, we've seen them win the division pretty, on a pretty regular basis, you know. And, um, and as far as Nebraska is concerned, I mean, even though we've been, even though we've been down for so long, I mean, there's a segment of this fan base that just feels that, okay, we, we, you know, we've we've been a blue blood so long, so it's got to happen. It's got to happen one of these years, and why not have it be this year? And um, you know, but and, and I agree with you, Sip. As far as you know, people shouldn't mistake the term "wide open" with being you know a bad division. Because one thing about the Big Ten Conference as a whole, you know, and and this is one reason why I think, you know, if we ever do get back to that nine-win level, people can't look at it and say, oh, well, that ain't good enough. Because oh, I would argue that in Give the Big Ten, that I, I completely agree. Because in the Big Ten, you don't have the amount of soft landing spots that you used to have in the, in the old Big Eight and to a lesser degree the, and to a lesser degree the Big 12. You know, and um, <clears throat> because there are, are not – any throwaway wins whatsoever, or at least very few, and uh, and also, if you win your division, you still have a lot of goals still in play. But you, but there's two approaches you got to take. And before I get to the infamous one, that every every single week, okay, and, and I quote, and, and I bring back the Lorenzo Neal quote. Okay, Lorenzo, Lorenzo Neal, okay. 16 year NFL fullback. Mm-hmm. Every week, yes, you take the approach of that other team across, on the other sideline, and you say, "Look, if we can't get along, we might as well get it on." <laughs> I love that quote. I love that and, quote. And, and every Thank week, you. every week, from the first game of the season to the last, from game one to game fourteen, you take one approach, and the approach is you go out there and open up a can of kick ass. And go out and fight with bloody knuckles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you very much. There he is. I need that, by he's the way. In, that's like, it's a, like, it's like an energy shot. Yeah, that's, thank you for the energy shot. It's like I'm just chugging a Red Bull or something. <laughs> Vince, is that your five-hour energy right now? That's hey, five-hour energy. Hey, Vince, Vince, Vince. Thank you, and and Jake, scratch that next topic, because one, because there's an idea I have. For a question that I'm going to bring to the next segment. Ooh. Okay. Thank you, Vince, because you got my mind working. Abs- but I'll tell you one thing Vince said. <laughs> if you get to nine <clears throat> wins in the Big Ten, that is different than winning nine back in the day. I hope I said it. it it's better. It's, it means more. Why is that? Because it's tougher. It's tougher. It is this is a tough league. This division, we always talk about it as the, you know, it's the, it's not as good as the East. I get it. But it doesn't mean it's bad. These teams, 
if you study them, if you think of, if you read about Purdue Spring, that's a confident program right now. Purdue loves what it has on defense, and I don't know, do they have the best quarterback in the West? Yeah, probably. You think the West is better than the Big Twelve North ever was? Yes. Ever? Uh I'd have to look back at you know when in the years when Kansas State and Missouri were good simultaneously. Um, I'm inclined to think that, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, these are tough teams. You, If you study these teams, okay, we know Wisconsin's going to be good, right? I mean, they're talking about having one of the best defenses in the country again. They were number one. They had the number one defense in the country last year. And they're losing, I, they're I losing think, a bunch of guys. I told you, it never matters. Those, those guys can lose nine starters or lose eight, and they can still bounce back and be great. Iowa – Iowa's defense last year, Jake, was 13th nationally, okay? Minnesota's defense last year, Jake, third nationally. Third. Minnesota? Yeah. Minnesota. Minnesota was third? Third in total defense what? last year. Yeah. Eighth against the run, eighth against the pass, third uh, overall. Who would have guessed that? Well, th- that's the thing. These teams are good. Now, they lost a lot up front, but don't. I mean, they did. They lost. They lost Minnesota, lost six of its top eight defensive linemen from that team. But they they they, they had a, an excellent middle linebacker, Mariano Sarai Martin, who's back. Okay. And their safeties are back. They'll be strong up the middle. And on offense, offense, they are a bear up the middle. They have one of the best centers in America coming back. I know Linderbaum was good. He was good in Iowa, yeah. But they have John Michael Schmitz returning. They have, they have Mo Ibrahim back. You know they have obviously Tanner Morgan. They're strong up the middle, on on both sides. The core is strong. They, they they'll win eight. They'll win eight. They'll probably not win that division. I think I think Iowa right now. My pick is Iowa. Wouldn't you say Minnesota has a better chance than Nebraska does right now to yes. win the West? Yeah, right now. Whereas again, these odds would indicate Nebraska has the second best odds, which I think they're probably a bet fourth I, or fifth best chance to win the West. I think Minnesota probably has slightly better chance. They lost a lot though up front on both sides. Nobody talks about that with Minnesota, but I they did. I can't believe they lost they four the third, third. They lost Jake. They Minnesota lost four offensive linemen, and they're all in the NFL. Two draft picks and two guys that got signed. I mean, how many people are aware that Minnesota was the number three defense nationally last year? Well, by your Lindy's magazine. number three, mm-hmm. three. That's right. Can you imagine if you know, think about how crazy we went in two thousand nine with that defense that was number one nationally? Mm-hmm. Minnesota was was third nationally. I know this past year. You know, you no know. one ever talked about them at all, ever. I know they didn't get any respect from the nation or from us. Well. About- they- Minnesota doesn't get respect because it's still Minnesota, and they still haven't won a league title since 19 – go ahead, Jake. 63. I'm pretty impressed by you this morning. Uh, 67. <laughs> oh, no, it's good. That's good. Yeah, they haven't well, – They were that, good in the 60s. They shared it. They shared it that year, too. 1967. That's their last league title. Iowa hasn't won it since 04. I mean – I mean, it's, it, had chances, it's because of the East and, and Ohio State. God, oh, I'll tell you one. You talk about prohibitive favorites. Ohio State is the prohibitive favorite. But they typically are. When, yeah. when has it not been but the case? But it's more pronounced this year. And they didn't win it last year. Yeah, it's more pronounced this year. 
They they lose great players and reload with excellent players. Yeah. Well, and they have the maybe I mean, the best quarterback in the country. Well, and think about the fact they lost two first round picks at receiver in Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson. I think they and they might not have dropped off at that position. Right. That's right. That shouldn't happen. That's crazy. Yeah. Two first round picks at the same spot, and they might ha- well, not have dropped off at all. Yeah, and Jackson Smith and Jeeba and Marvin Harrison yeah. are potential first round. Well, I think I Jackson know, Smith just, is, and Jeeba is a surefire. They first just round keep reloading, and not just—I mean—with elite players. Vince, thank you, because he—he, he, there's a question I want to ask. Well, coming out of the break, well, you can ask that question when we come back. Okay, That's the tease. Sip has a question for me and for listeners. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but we'll find out what it is when we come back on an early break on the ticket. <laughs> 